Who we got there, JD? We have Zuri, one of the biggest Firebirds fans out there. Nice. She actually Zuri. has a little bandana and everything. I love it. Loving the fresh cut, Zuri. Looking good, babe. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Seattle hockey fans. It's a game day, and we are going to get fired up. That's right. The Coachella Valley Firebirds host the Hershey Bears for game one of the Calder Cup final. We're going to talk about it with a special guest. Been on the show before. You know what to do. Hold fast. Stay true. It's all about the Coachella Valley Firebirds on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? I am back, your host of Locked on Kraken. And that's right, we are getting fired up. Ooh, look at that swag. It is J.D. Hernandez, your host of Locked on Anaheim Ducks, but also your public address announcer for the one and only Coachella Valley Firebirds, the Western Conference champions, J.D., how are we feeling? It's a game day. Oh, boy. I'm fired up. You know what's funny about that whole thing is that was kind of a throwaway line at first. And then I thought, ooh, let's make this its own thing. Let's really get the crowd going. And I started emphasizing the line more because our hashtag before was let's fly. I said, that's a cool hashtag. I like it. But what if we're... We get more fired up. I love it. And we talked about that, actually. The last time you were on Locked on Kraken, we broke a bit of news because you were just taking over as uh, the PA announcer. That seems like forever ago. And now look at us. Look at us now. <laughs> we are talking. Technically, you and I are talking on the eve of game one. But this will air on a game day. Um, and so it's super exciting. Uh, I'm so proud of you and the rest of the organization organization and the last uh, we, time i was on your show i didn't have all this going on i know yeah well that that's right playoff beard it, it extends to the the booth i see <laughs> oh yeah look everybody has their superstitions our announcer like our play-by-play -play guy evan pivnik he's got his full grown our Ooh. team photographer he's got his full grown I love and it. mine is now getting to the point where i could like actually tug on it so it's getting some length to it. That's funny. What's Grant looking like these days? Grant Fuhrer. <laughs> it's funny. So I talked to him before and after each game. And he said, like, oh, I can't grow like you like you can. <laughs> like, I just can't do it. I mean, we know he's gotten rid of the top. So I didn't know what was happening with the uh, with the beard. <laughs> he doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. He's yeah, just a hockey hall of famer. I think he's fine. Yeah. I think I think he, he he's feeling cool, calm, and collected, 
he's he's no no worries here all right he's got his they, own quirks so we're good I, I believe it oh i believe it a goalie at that right <laughs> which i won't talk about yeah we'll have to have him on the show he'll talk about them and then we can talk about whatever he says after that <laughs> but um all right jd let's get into it because um you know we were talking a little bit offline but the Coachella Valley Firebirds, they get all the way to the Calder Cup finals in their first season. Now, this is not the first playoff run for some of these players, and we'll get into some key players to watch, and not even really the first playoff run for the majority of the core of this team. Of course, mm -hmm. they we co-parented, as I like to say, with a team that's in the Stanley Cup final right now, the Florida Panthers, with the Charlotte Checkers, but they didn't quite make it all the way, but still a solid run. Joey Decord, Max McCormick, uh, Alexander True is uh, another key element for that run. But I want to talk to you about game six at Akershire Arena against the Milwaukee Admirals, and you get to announce to the crowd what? <laughs> I mean, I could pull out my scripts. So we actually still have our scripts Oh, and this this one I decided to keep because it's kind of a historic script. Absolutely. All right, let's so go. First, so first off, going into the game, I'm excited because I know this could be a clincher. And I tried to do all the pain in the butt superstitions that I tried to do that I hadn't done the previous two games. So I did all of that. And I finished our you know pregame meeting by telling everyone, get fired up. Let's go. So as the game progressed, you had that really sick goal from, you know, mm, mm, Alexander True. That's it. That's I, the I one. love I love what Trues he's been doing all season. Use the defender as a screen, got it past Devin Cooley. But Ty Cartier getting those two goals, including the game winner, that was great. The feeling inside, and I actually did record it. I'll post it up later tonight. But I did post video of the seconds ticking down and what it was like the minute or the second that the horn went off. Just jubilation, excitement, and also relief because I didn't have to work another winner-take-all game. Thank God. <laughs> yes, and we're going to get so, to that later on the show. But okay, take us. But take what, us I, what I got to say was, welcome American Hockey League Vice President of Hockey Operations, Haley Moore for a special presentation. Yes, Haley Moore. Gee, Haley Moore, what is up? <laughs> I love that. Haley Moore, I talked about it on yesterday's episode, but Haley and I go way back to her days when she was the general manager of the Boston Pride and took them to the first ever Isabel Cup championship. I was at that game, and Haley, I mean, I'm pretty confident Haley Moore can still cut it up on the ice. Last Has time, she messaged you back yet? Yeah. Uh, yes, she has. Yes. <laughs> so um, that's amazing. I love Haley Moore. She also responded. I put up a, a story about one of her former players that she recruited, Blake Bolden. So um, anyway, I love that. So you get to introduce Haley Moore. I always get her title wrong, but you get to introduce Haley Moore. There's a trophy presentation. I mean, what was the feeling of the crowd? And 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 then you have to kind of, in some ways, like, interrupt the celebration right to to get down to the formalities <laughs> well the way the way the script worked out was i said it as the players were starting to come over so i didn't say anything 
while the presentation was going on, which I thought worked out perfectly. I did like that the players went there very slowly <laughs> as if they knew to let me finish talking. Like, ooh, you guys get it. I <laughs> oh, nice. love it. And they didn't touch it. They didn't. I, I saw they... some pictures. They looked very uh, un, not, uninterested in the trophy, but very excited. <laughs> they were they were happy. But one of the first things that Dan Bilesma said after the game, on his post game, that's not the trophy we're going after. Ooh. That's not it. That's we're not the one. Nope. And, you know, you had Max McCormick. He skated over very slowly, took a couple pictures, and then you had Gustav Olofsson and Andrew Podorowski, who I'll talk about later, just kind of skate up also slowly, kind of like, yeah, we're happy. Yeah. We're the Western Conference champion. Yep. But this is not the last picture we're going to take. I love it. I mean, and that's exactly the energy. Of course, on Locked on Kraken, we were following the Seattle Kraken. We got to a game seven in round one against the Colorado Avalanche of all teams. And I remember being excited, but also really focused, um, you know, and that this is just me as someone we were having our watch parties and, you know, I was on the podcast and I'm like, I'm proud, I'm excited and, and, and there's more work to be done. So I'm not going to stay in this moment for very long because we have another opponent um, to, to prepare for. And it sounds like that was more or less the, the message from, as you mentioned, Disco Dan and Jessica Campbell and company. Um, that's pretty exciting. Okay. So can as I share you... something about Disco Dan really quick? <laughs> of course he you can. He actually danced <gasps> during the game and the cameras caught it. Oh man. Is that footage actually, available? We actually, might need to... it's, it's on AHL TV. It's on replay, but so, I, I forget at which point it was, but at some point during the game, you could see him kind of moving around a little bit, kind of Ooh, feeling the music. Okay, I'm going to take a look. We're actually going to have a watch party of tonight's game. so It's I, on Root Sports. I uh, Oh, they're playing it on Root? I didn't realize they were playing it on Root Sports. Okay, all right. Fantastic. Of course they are. I mean, this is why I love the Seattle Kraken organization. Such class. Everything done with such class. Now, granted, I should preface with I have no idea if other AHL teams do this when their team makes the championship. But I do also know that there have been other NHL teams that have hosted women's hockey games and did not broadcast it through their broadcast partner and make it available. But the Seattle mm -hmm. Kraken sure did. All right. That's fantastic. So is it still going to be Evan and, and, uh, and Grant and Grant? Yep. Ooh, and, you'll hear, all right. and you'll get to hear my dulcet tones. Ooh, okay. All right. This is exciting. We want to hear more from you. You are our AHL, but specifically our uh, Coachella Valley Firebirds experts. So we're going to ask you a little bit about what we need to know about the enemy. But then, of course, yeah. who are some key players? And I know you've already teased a few. We've been talking about some on Lockdown Kraken. So we're going to get into that coming up on this episode but you know we got to pay a few bills here we are so excited to be a part of the locked on podcast network and uh, i want to let you know that this episode 
of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by Game Time. Now, I talk all the time, JD, to the Locked on Kraken fans. I mean, we travel a lot for work, always on the road. And sometimes if you stay in in a nice city, maybe there's a show or a team that you want to catch. And you always want to try and get the best deal, especially if you're getting tickets last minute. And Game Time makes buying tickets to your favorite events stress-free. You don't have to worry about anything. You can find the best deals, the best prices. And if by some chance you find a better price somewhere else than the Game Time app, they have a Game Time guarantee where you will get 110% of the ticket price back uh, with proof if you find a ticket that is better than what Game Time offers. But you can pretty much guarantee that you're going to find the best deal on game time. They have flash deals. Everything's easy to find, easy to buy. You can even take a look at the seats before you buy them and you get those tickets right to your mobile device. So forget planning in advance. Just download the game time app, create an account. And when you use uh, and use uh, promo code locked on NHL, you will get $20 off your first purchase. Now, do remember that terms apply, but again, just go create an account on Game Time and redeem code locked on NHL. That will get you $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Come see the Firebirds. That's it. Come see the Firebirds. So now we've seen that especially the game clinchers have been sold out. So I don't know. You better look on that game time app while you still have a chance. Because, of course, we are here with J.D. Hernandez, the public address announcer for the Coachella Valley Firebirds, the AHL affiliate of the Seattle Kraken. You are listening to Locked on Kraken. Thanks, as always, for making us a part of your daily routine. We are part of the Locked on uh, Network, and you can listen to Locked on Kraken five days a week for free on anywhere you listen to audio podcasts. audio podcast and of course on YouTube. You can also listen on the Sirius SXM app. All you have to do is search Kraken and that will get you to the Locked on Kraken show. Now JD, you are you are not new. You are true to our everydayers. You we have squad casted it up talking ducks and Kraken. We got to introduce you officially as the PA announcer for our very own Coachella Valley Firebirds. And so now I'm going to turn this over to you, JD. We're going against the Hershey Bears. We already know that there is a campaign to ban chocolate in all of Akershire Arena. And I have personally extended that to my studio here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Other than the ban, what else do we need to know about the Hershey Bears? (laughs) I love the band, first off. Um, <laughs> okay. So our color for this round will be navy blue. Ooh. Cha- we're calling it championship blue, hopefully. Okay. And that's what everyone's got to wear. So if you have your dark blue jerseys, wear those. Dark okay. navy blue, wear those. That's the color. Okay. Love it. For this series. Other stuff going on. There's going to be a lot of stuff in and out of the arena. Stuff all around town. People are just going crazy. Like, people are fired up for this series. Ooh, I love it. You, Which means you mentioned. If there's street team and community stuff, that means another friend of the podcast, Zoe Hickel's got to be in on that action as well. Yep. <laughs> I so love it. Also another about, Woho connection. I love it. <laughs> let's talk about Hershey first and how they got there. All right, they had the first round by because they're in the Atlantic, whatever. <laughs> 
They played the aforementioned Charlotte Checkers, minus those Seattle players, and dispatched them easily in four games. That was... I saw a couple games in that series, and it was not close. Hershey outscored them a whopping 17-7 to in the series. Oof. No contest. Then they swept the Hartford Wolfpack in three games. Okay, they made Hartford look like puppies. <laughs> then they played a tough series against the Amherst, the Rochester Americans affiliate for the Buffalo Sabres. And they dispatched them in six games. That was a tough series. And I think that was the series where we finally saw some chinks in the armor and saw really some of their weaknesses. And one of the big weaknesses that Hershey has right now is generating offense when you have an active four check, something that Coachella Valley is very good at. Coachella Valley is very good at, at getting turnovers in their favor in the Firebirds offensive zone. Neutral zone, that can be a problem. <laughs> mm. But Hershey's also a very defensive team. In fact, they're one of the best defensive teams in the entire league. And I look at this Hershey team, and they're kind of a mix between the Calgary Wranglers and the Colorado Eagles, where the Eagles, also a very defensive team, uh, thanks to the new Ducks coach, Greg Cronin, by the way. So a little crossover there. <laughs> but, you know, I, I saw the kind of defensive schemes that Colorado put together, and I think that is going to be very key for the Hershey Bears. Uh, players to watch out for in Hershey. It's going to start and begin with a couple of players. Uh, first, Alec Alexi Protas. I want to make sure I have this right because I actually got the pronunciation directly from Hershey. Alexi Protas is actually how you pronounce his name. Um, that's someone that the Firebirds do need to watch out for. Mm. Um, he has a percentile rank of 93.2 in the entire AHL as far as the playoffs go. One of the best defensive forwards on the team. Very much a two-way guy that you need to watch out for. And, of course, you got to watch out for Sam Onis, who is one of the, if not the best forwards on that Hershey Bears team. Mm. Right now, I look at who's the best players for Hershey. And, you know, um, Protoss is leading the team in points with 12, with five goals. Uh, Mason Morelli, someone else to watch out for. He's tied with the team lead in goals with five. And another player that I was impressed with last series, and I think people are going to need to watch out for him, is um, Garrett. And I want to make sure I have this pronunciation correct. It's Pilon. Not Pylon, but Pilon. Okay. Um that's someone else that they need to watch out for as far as those first couple of lines. Yeah, um, I think it's interesting, you know, you talk about defensively because if you look at the goals for goals against, and we talked about this on Locked on Kraken, but scoring is not necessarily the problem for the Coachella Valley Firebirds. And when you look at the head-to-head -head there, uh, we're scoring 67 goals to Hershey's 40. Now, the problem is, though, that we're giving up 48 goals as compared to Hershey only giving up 
25. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm very curious to see. And, and we saw later on in some of the series and even in the series against the Admirals that those were closer games. And so I, I was talking on the show on, on Locked on Kraken how um, I'm hopeful that that means that there's been a little bit more of an emphasis on defense and a little more discipline on defense in all three zones for the Coachella Valley Firebirds. And it seems like if we can continue to do what we do offensively, and I love that you mentioned the strong check, that's something that we saw Dave Haxtell really try to implement with the Seattle Kraken. And it's good to see that that's something that translates also to Coachella Valley, you know, in, in, on paper, I should say, right, as a game plan that seems to bode well. But it it also means that we have to give Joey Decord some help. And, and you know, we've yeah. talked through some of the goals sometimes. I mean, you know, just open ice for the opponent. Sometimes, honestly, having a defender just not step up and give too much space and time. So I'm, I'm curious to see how that plays out in this series. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because that's kind of what's going on with Hershey as well. Um, mm-hmm. They have one of the best defensemen in the entire league in Logan Day. Logan Day has been just a stopper. Not only is he leading defensemen in scoring, he's got nine points in 12 games, but he is getting, by my count in the last series, at least three blocks a game. Mm. Which also speaks to Hunter Shepard. He's got some good stats. Don't get me wrong. Like, he's a good goalie, but he is getting a lot of help. There's been a ton of blocked shots for Hershey, which might make it seem like they're a slow pace team, which they kind of are. Mm. They play at a slower pace. They play somewhat grinder, but also they play just very sound defense. Mm -hmm. So it's not going to be a back and forth, up and down type of series. This is going to be... This is going to be a chess match, mm-hmm. a very methodical series all the way out. So, you know, defensively, Hunter Shepard will be good, but I got to give credit where credit is due. Logan Day has been just an incredible defenseman for Hershey throughout these playoffs, and especially their last series. But they have not faced an offensive juggernaut like the Firebirds. Top not five throughout- scores in the playoffs. I mean, like, we're crushing it. Yeah. So now it's going to be a war of attrition. You have one of the best defenses versus one of the best offenses. Something has to give here. It has to give at some point. Yeah, I'm very curious, and we shall see, uh, I think, hunkering down defensively, but then also just hunkering down on the discipline side of things is going to be critical to tip the scales in favor of Coachella Valley because, again, to your point, uh, this is a team that knows how to score. I think that also means when we get to our key players, much like what we talked about on Locked on Kraken for the Seattle Kraken series, it might also depend on uh, what happens between the pipes. But that's what we're going to get into coming mm-hmm up in our final segment but uh right now we have to talk about another one of our sponsors and that is bird dogs now it is just about summertime it 
definitely feels like summertime here in Tulsa. And so you want something that fits well, where you can still look good, whether you're playing a few rounds of golf or heading into a meeting and having a presentation, but you don't want anything that's too heavy, too hot. And that's where Bird Dogs really comes in. I was a little skeptical. I do feel that Bird Dogs was definitely leaning into the male-specific uh, market here, and I wasn't sure how they were going to fit. We did get our uh, pair of bird dogs, but I can say, as a woman and as someone who often has pants or shorts that don't fit my waist and are too tight around my thighs, bird dogs is truly an amazing fit. Yeah. So I I know you've talked about it in our group chat, really liking bird dogs. So. Both of us can attest to that this is just a comfortable, nice style, loose fit, keeps all the air flowing in all the places where you need yep. it to and flow. And I, I love the liner. <laughs> oh, yep. You're a fan of the liner. I, I know that. And so we want you in on what we know as Bird Dogs Gold. So go to birddogs.com backslash locked on NHL. When you enter promo code locked on NHL, you will get a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com backslash locked on NHL for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't take your bird dogs off. We promised. Oh, I do have and the tumbler here. You have the tumbler. <laughs> Look at that. I know. I always keep forgetting to bring mine in. Uh, you know? But uh, we had a, a, a little uh, furry friend there helping yeah. us out with that bird dogs app uh, ad read. I love it. Um, but okay, let's get back to the Firebirds. We just talked about bird dogs. Now we're going to talk about the Firebirds. Who are some players that we're watching? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start with goaltending first. So I'm going to okay. go the other way around. I'm going right. to start with Joy Decord. That's it. Joey Decord is a man on a mission this season. I know you talked about Charlotte last year and not going all the way. And Joey Decord had, um, I'm just going to like keep it honest, he had a forgettable playoffs last season. Mm -hmm. In fact, there was a couple media members kind of, I don't want to say pointing fingers, but they were pointing in that direction mm. that if it wasn't for Decord, they might have done better. I think he has gotten rid of those demons. He has slayed those dragons, and he has been every bit the best goalie in these playoffs. And you talk about a guy that has come back from what happened last season to, you know, beating Tucson, then beating Colorado, then beating, especially that Calgary series. He went pound for pound, shot for shot against the league MVP and two-time goalie of the year, Dustin Wolf, mm. especially that triple overtime marathon. Oof. Where in one period, the Firebirds were getting outshot like 11 bajillion to two. It was <laughs> something like 20 to two. But Joey stopped every one of those shots in those three overtimes. All of them. And I think that was his true coming out party. That was his true just this is me, this is Joey type of game. And speaking of true, Alexander True, I like that segue. Um, Alexander True has been one of the best players for Coachella Valley 
not just in these playoffs, but these this entire season. And I don't think he gets enough credit when you have guys like Coland and Ty Cartier. No, we got to put some respect on Alexander True's name. And here's where I'm going to give him his respect. He has been one of the best defensive forwards on this team. I will point to a goal that was late in game two as the, as the crowd is singing country roads. And you have Alexander True with that long reach of his, because he's got a long stick, mind you. Mm-hmm. And I've seen this happen a handful of times this season where he'll either forecheck with that long stick or he'll get it in the neutral zone, just poke it out, and either him or a teammate will get the puck that True pokes away for an easy goal going the other way, either on an empty net or on a breakaway. So here's me giving Truzy his just due, his respect. I love it. There you go. Someone else that is not getting the respect because he hasn't scored a goal yet. Yes, I got to give it to one of my favorite names to announce for the Firebirds, Cameron Hughes. (laughs) You've heard the crowd in the background. I, I know you've heard it when I say Hughes and the crowd goes, Hughes. Yeah, my favorite. Even though he's got zero goals this playoffs, did you see that he has 17 assists? He's leading the Crushing league in it. playoff assists. Crushing it. And a lot of those, by the way, are primary assists. And the reason for that is because he is looking to park himself either in that bumper position to get a good shot or park himself behind the net and find players streaking like a Ty Cartier, like an Andrew Podorowski, like an Alexander True, like any one of these other players. He has all of a sudden become the most selfless player on the team. And defenses are kind of forgetting about him a little bit. I mean, we know he could score. We've seen that all season long. Yep. And for him to kind of take on this different kind of facilitator role, now that certain other players are back, I think this is very good for the Firebirds in general. So those are kind of the underrated players. Now, this is where the Kraken part comes in. Because I know you're going to ask this. I'm going to beat you to it. (laughs) A big difference for this Firebirds team has been the players coming back. Now, it did suck that the Kraken lost in seven games. I was like, "Mm." I was was mad and sad for about five minutes. (laughs) And then I got the text. We're going to get some guys back. I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'm not sad anymore. (laughs) wipe those tears away (laughs) yeah so um one of those guys that did come back and i know you love him i know seattle loves him okay i'm gonna like just give myself a quick drink and a breath because i have to do this right number 12 ty cartier (laughs) is now back yeah with the firebirds and with authority He got two goals in the clincher against Milwaukee, including the game-winning goal. A nice nice tic-tac-toe play, might I add. Just chef's kiss. Karts killed it with the Kraken this season. And I know you've heard me talk about him just on and on. Like, I haven't gotten to talk about him on Locked on Kraken, but I know we've talked about him, like, on our off chats. Yeah. And 
I always bring up Cartier. As soon as he went up on that first playoff game, I messaged you like, watch out. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. No, I mean, and he was he was fantastic. And I think that shows, and what we've been talking about a lot on the show, is the connection between these two teams. On the one hand, they are two different teams, but they're a part of the same pipeline. And what I've always liked when I talk to Disco Dan, uh, Dan Bilesma, head coach, or Jessica Campbell, who again has been on Locked on Kraken, is that they really get an understanding, and we've talked about this on the show before, but they really get an understanding of pouring in as much to each individual player as possible. And that means that that's a really heavy task, especially now as we've seen the team get so deep into the playoffs, because on the one hand, everyone knows what the the AHL is for, right? You're developing talent. That's, That's really how a lot of people see the AHL. Now, now everyone, not everyone in the AHL is on that trajectory, if we're being honest. Um, But that is what a lot of people still see as the purpose of the AHL. And that's Mm -hmm. very real. But these are also games. These are competitors. These are professional athletes who want to win. And there is a championship on the line for the Coachella Valley Firebirds. And so there is a balance between pouring into players individually and getting them on board to the team mentality, but even more so the culture that is coming from Ron Francis and the front office all the way through to Coachella Valley. And I think that's what's been so impressive to see from a distance is how it's all coming together. I mean, you talked about Joey Decord. We've obviously seen Joey Decord last season. We saw him a little bit this year as well. And there is is a confidence that Joey Decord has in particular situations. And he's a very active goalie. But also sometimes that activity comes off as nervous energy, I think, when he plays at the NHL level. And it sounds like that's a little bit of what maybe he was trying to strike that balance between being overly active and settling in trusting Mm -hmm. his team and letting them do the work and then being prepared when it's his time to do his role and so i i think that's what's for me we've been talking a lot about leadership development on locked on kraken and for me that's what's so exciting and it's what's going to be so rewarding for a player like ty carty yeah um and you kind of hit it on the head there carts has done an excellent job of developing his game, not just under, you know, Hacksaw, but under Bowden. Like, you forget that these are two NHL caliber coaches Mm -hmm. that he's working under. Yeah. And also working under, you know, just great assistants, Stu Bickle, Jess Campbell. These are two of the best assistants in the entire league. Like, someone give these two an NHL job, especially Jess, you know, who's been brilliant. Um, They love his attitude. I'm going to call it right now. Like, Karts is going to make the Kraken next season. I'll be shocked if he does not make the Seattle Kraken next season because of his work ethic. Because, yep. And here's another key. He has got a huge chip on his shoulder right now. <laughs> There's another chip on his shoulder. The prospect list just came out for the AHL, and Cartier was not on the list. Riker mm. Evans was not on the list. Ooh. Neither of those guys, I mean, even though Karts was the rookie of the year, not seen either of those names, but a bunch of East Coast guys, they're thinking, 
disrespect. Like, what do I have to do to get some respect? Well, you know what? Oh. Carts score some That's important it. goals in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Score some score some important goals in the Calder Cup playoffs. So Carts playing with a little bit of an edge Ooh, right now. He's throwing, he's throwing hits. He's starting to throw more hits. Well, he started doing that for us at, in in the Stanley Cup playoffs, and I was very yeah. surprised. I think because he learned early because he became a target as a rookie. Him and Matty and Jared McCann. I called this out in that Colorado series. They uh-huh. had those, well, not Cartier at that time, but definitely McCann and Beneers yep. were targets throughout the entire playoff run. And, and of course, Cartier, one of them got injured. Exactly. Which and is Cartier why we saw became cards. that target exactly as well because they're younger, they're smaller. But Cartier, he's young, but he's not necessarily a small guy. <laughs> you know what's funny? He wasn't throwing those hits in December and January. Like he wasn't doing that part of the season. That's it, wild. It kind of developed. Even like before he got called up, he was starting to get a little bit headhunted mm. by Tucson. Tucson. Oh, those guys. I saw a Tucson Roadrunners. I was spending time with your contemporary, um, Kim, who is the PA for uh, the Roadrunners. And oh my goodness, I think it was like 40 seconds into the game in the box. There was so many penalties. And when I saw that was our draw for the first round, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> That was str- that was a different kind of stress. Ooh, that's a wild. I'm I'm kind of glad that was the three game series because I saw the Roadrunners up close and personal, and Kim Kota Robles was putting in overtime for all the penalties she had to call. <laughs> How do you think I felt on the three game series? Oh my gosh, what a mess! But there was I a love, plethora of penalties. That. Oh yeah, it was wild. But I mean, I but, love that you can give us that insight on Ty Cartier and seeing the growth and development before he came, after he's come back, and that's undrafted, exactly, by the way. Exactly undrafted. Exactly to the other thirty-one teams. What were you thinking? You're going to regret that. We'll rue the day. But, um, I mean, there's so much that we can talk about, and hopefully we can have you on again uh, as the series goes on. We know it is a best-of-seven series. First two will be at Acrisure Arena. You you broke the news to me. I did not realize we are going to get to see this on Root Sports. I'm so excited about that. can also, of course, watch it on AHL TV. Um, so the first two at Acrisure. We are uh, we are banning chocolate. Uh, we no chocolate beards out. Playoff beards still growing. Um, then of course Hershey will host game three and four, and then three, four, uh, five, three. Well, three, four are guaranteed. We know. We'll see what happens. But yes, you're right. They get three, four, five, and then it's six, seven, uh, if necessary, at Acrisure. So uh, we were talking about. Oh, I was going to say, I was going to tee you up. So we were talking about this. Uh, Roadrunners went to game three. Colorado Eagles went to best. It was a best of five, went to game five. Wranglers, Calgary Wranglers, best of five, went to five. Milwaukee Admirals, best of seven, went to game six. Now we are going up against the Hershey Bears. This is a best of seven. How many games? Who's taking home the Calder Cup? Coachella Valley has too many weapons to not get it. I think this is going to be the 
just encapsulation of everything they've been working for this season. So I'm going to go Firebirds. They have a little bit more firepower. And I'm going to say it's going to be six games. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes seven, just because it is kind of evenly matched. Mm -hmm. But I officially will predict Firebirds in six. Kind of what I'm hoping for, because I would like to say, ladies and gentlemen, the Calder Cup. There you go. Well, if we, you know, stats don't lie, and I've got the notes right here. The Coachella Valley Firebirds have advanced at home every single time. Uh, I've done so this four times. I'm saying you have four home clinchers, and so there's no more clinching to advance. It's it's for the whole enchilada. It's for everything. It's for the Calder Cup, and wouldn't that be nice? To say we knew him when, uh, but we will have to see how the games play out, JD. And hopefully, you know, I don't, I don't want to overtax your voice or anything. But if you have time for us, we'd love to have you back as the series goes on. Maybe, maybe once we get to game three, four, we'll see what you're oh, up yeah. to. <laughs> I think the Stanley Cup final will be over by then. So yes, well, yeah. Uh, oh boy, I I'm sorry, mistake. Florida. I'm sorry, Oops. Armando, but. I, I think it'll be over by then. Yikes. It's not looking great. I'd like to see them get at least one win, but we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, but... Either way, JD, Jason Hernandez, host of Locked on Ducks, and our voice of the Coachella Valley Firebirds, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we're going to make sure everyone knows where to follow you, and we will be listening with a keen ear as we have our watch party that's happening tonight. That's oh, when right. I, when I get to say this, Firebirds goal! Let's go! Look at that booming voice. We're getting... Ooh, I'm that's getting, that's I'm getting not excited. even the full thing I'm doing. I'm, I, I know. You're you, like, know you, I don't wanna, you don't want to like, bust everyone's eardrums as they're listening or watching. Well, Jamie, no, that's for the 10,000 fans. <laughs> that's it. You, well, you have to get... You have to yell over them, so... Uh, <laughs> They're loud. Um, they're loud. They're so loud. Oh, I love it. We've got the greatest fans and we've got the greatest PA. Thank you so much for taking time. We are definitely going to talk to you down the road, but hey, have a good time. Have fun. Send our love from Locked on Kraken Town and we will be watching tonight. But for JD, I am your host of Locked on Kraken, Erica L. Ayala, and we are going to remind you to be kind to yourselves and to each other. Hey, we're here talking hockey because we love it, but we got to put things into perspective. So we're giving you good vibes and a reminder that we are holding fast. We are staying true. And the way we do that in June hockey, baby, is by doing what, J.D.? Getting, getting fired up. That's it. Until next episode, unless you're catching us on the watch along tonight, Erica Ayala signing out.